2: Hey, Frendo's Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome to the 2022 Frendo's Awards da, nomination. Da, 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 da. Oh, start me up. There you go. Yeah, it's the yeah, official it's theme song for the predict for the predictions for Frendo Awards. It's,
3: it's a celebratory thing. Stop me up. All right, that's
2: yeah. enough. So uh, we've been doing the Frendo Awards, I think, since 2015. That's correct. The year we got laid off, we were like, hey, let's start our own award show. I know. Uh, because, you know what, end of the year, people like to blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so once we transitioned into the wrestling, uh, we made it a full-on wrestling thing. And I mm-hmm. think we've done it every year. We have. I think we've done it every year since then. So we're coming up. We're only like three years away from our 10-year anniversary of the Frendo Awards. That's that's pretty wild, man. Very exciting. It is. Uh, but anyways, of course, this is where we take... Uh, all the best stuff of the year We put it in a, a survey and then you click on it Tell them about first, how can the friendos Vote
3: on oh, the, the Friendo S- Awards So Lars. yes, that's a good question And one that must be answered if we uh, hope to get any responses Here, so uh, in the link to uh, This video, or if you're listening to, to the podcast version of this and the description of this podcast There'll be a link to Survey Planet That's where uh, the survey Will live and exist And where you can vote on it, there are 12 categories to be voted on. Two are writing categories. Those are the first two we're going to talk about here. So you just write in whatever whatever you want there. Well, whatever yeah. show you want to you want to essentially nominate and whoever gets the most votes in the write-in votes will win those two categories. All the other categories, the other 10, multiple choice. You just yeah. click on the one you want. Move on to the next question.
2: We've already determined the nominees for those. We yes. didn't need Friendo's help for that. But yeah, for two of the categories specifically, Wrestling podcast of the year, not named, going in raw. Don't vote for us. Yeah, don't write us in. No, and then wrestling YouTube channel of the again, year. Don't vote for again. Don't not
3: us. And don't uh, do friendo of, friendo of club TV either.
2: Yeah, don't. You look. We we know you guys like us, but we want to support. We want to award reward other other not us. Yeah. Distribution outlets,
3: <laughs> yes, other channels. Other, other, so, other I mean, yes, other do you like the wrestling YouTubers channel on
2: Pluto TV? Put that there, on. sure, sure. Well, actually, not that wouldn't really apply to any of these, anyways. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into it. What's the first one you want to talk about,
3: Larson? Well, we, I guess, we covered uh, the two writing categories, so we could bypass those. Let's talk, uh, probably the most self indulgent category here this year, mm, a new category yeah. for us, the going in raw moment of the year. Oh yeah, and so the five. We nomi- did this last year. We oh, did this we did last year. Yeah, yeah. All right, second year we've done this super self indulgent category. So the five nominees are. You know, Wham- you
2: call this self indulgent. I call this a nice walk down memory lane, a a reminder of why the hell they're even here. But yeah, I also like to just celebrate ourselves.
3: There we go. So the, <laughs> you got five nominees here. First, gate. That's what Steve and I were blaming each other when we were watching Press Your Luck on Smashdown about who was conjuring up these whammies.
2: Our spirit of competition, our competitiveness with each other, yes. reached an all new low of ridiculousness, yes. of pettiness, if you
3: will. Exactly. Uh, next, PhoneGate, Of course, mm-hmm. this is when Steve tried to game the system for his own financial uh, uh, Twitch channel points benefit. And then,
2: oddly, a... Larson got really upset about it. Yeah. When he would have lost on that bet anyways, because he didn't have the he didn't know the right answer. See, it's not that I
3: lost; is that you won. Because you cheated. That's what bothered right. The only me. Right. Me losing doesn't matter.
2: The only people that really should have a problem with that are the other people who correctly chose the color deep purple.
3: <laughs> because really, I took from their winnings. You did, but you also cheated the system to take channel points from everybody who didn't bet on uh, Right, uh, but really,
2: I just took it from the other people who won.
3: No, you took it for everybody. So then next up from the uh, Triple Mania 30, Night One stream what enforcer said when heavy metal walks to the ring is this my guy
2: larson i'll tell you what man i don't want to influence these these votes at all i have nothing to gain from that this to me it's not even close enforcers reaction (laughs) to heavy metal when he thought it was going to be possibly carrying cross or somebody else he had channel points or i'm sorry prediction points something writing on this yep and uh, and then and and heavy metal comes out he's this wrestler i'd never even heard of none of us really had mm-hmm. and he comes out he's like the 60 year old guy or 50 whatever old guy And enforcer you could just we we clipped this and it's one of my favorite clips of all time on the friendo club tv channel it's it was just absolutely a moment it was a it was such a wonderful moment it was oh fantastic. my goodness this was good
3: it was really fantastic uh, next also from smash zone what i've dubbed the jonathan yeah. When the good. three of us just started saying John uh because mm-hmm. uh, oh it was family feud. Uh names uh men's names began with the letter J and someone said John. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then that carried over to uh, uh Shaza's
2: stream. Yeah. Where she started doing the John thing as well. It was pretty awesome.
3: It was pretty great. And then finally, I believe this is from November 8th raw review mm-hmm. is when we started talking about how Uncle Howdy should win all the championships, go to UFC shows. Sit in the crowd with his titles, go That's on great. Good Morning America, the Today Show. Yeah.
2: That was it was a really great moment. Again, that was that was, I think, uh I clipped that one for the TikTok you did. and the uh, the YouTube shorts as well. So you yeah, did. that that was a really, really great moment as well. Uh but uh but yeah, those are those are all wonderful going in raw moments of the year. I mean, there's another one. Hey, can we put one more on here? Sorry, sure. can we put one more? Yeah. This is something that was also on the thread. The awesome edition of Triple H phones in. I know why you would be hesitant to put that on here. However, uh, the friendos, you know, have really seemed to have taken a liking to these phone calls, uh, and uh, you know, yeah, I, 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 we have to celebrate that at least a little bit. And remember, honestly, Paul. the fact that we got that we got a big old scoop from uh, from Triple H.
3: We've gotten several scoops from Triple H. Here we got, Yeah, on
2: we these got calls with Paul. Twice weekly scoops from Triple H. It's pretty amazing.
3: Let's move on to our next category, breakout star of 2022. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um,
2: Uh, These are stars, obviously, that, you know, uh, for whatever reason, uh, left 2021 behind and turned over some sort of new leaf or kicked their career into overdrive or really, uh, you know, found a way to break themselves out of the pack this year in 2022. And the
3: nominees... Are uncle howdy of course you know, we, he... were, we were quite impressed with uncle howdy for a stretch until uncle howdy actually showed up live at, at, at a venue
2: the strangest thing is this is what we asked for i know we had asked for this like literally one of the going around moments of the year is us talking about uncle howdy being manifest as a real person running ropes collecting titles, dethroning Roman, and then he makes the first step towards that. And what do we do? We crap all over
3: it. Yeah, we just mock it. Mock it endlessly.
2: But Uncle Howdy did totally break out this year. Oh, totally. Uh, expect bigger things from him in 2023. Uh, also, Masha Slamovich. Uh, man, her time in Impact. I know that she had been, you know, uh, uh, making a name for herself on the independent scene. She actually had appeared in Impact, I think, the year prior. But 2022, you know, when she sort of redebuted, I guess, in Impact. Man, they have booked her to the moon. Yeah. Um, and uh, And she had just a really phenomenal feud with Jordan Grace for a couple of matches mm-hmm. uh, that really stood out.
3: Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, also, Willow Nightingale, mm-hmm. um, someone that really started getting super popular on the independent scene, started showing up on a regular basis in AEW, uh, wrestled as well uh, for Ring of Honor, and now she is all elite. She signed with the company, and I would expect some huge things uh, for her in 2023.
2: Seems to be the front runner for whoever's going to take the title off Athena, you know, probably mid 2023 or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. uh, because she's been putting together a bit of a win streak. So it's obviously somebody that they want to focus on, and rightly so. I mean, I think you and I both agree that Willow's going to have a massive, massive career. I think she's got too much charisma and talent to do anything but to to reach the top of the mountain.
3: Yep, agreed. Uh next Logan Paul had 3 matches in 2022 exceeded expectations in every single Absolutely. one of those matches. Um, yeah. You can make the the case that he set a new standard for celebrities crossing over into the world of pro wrestling in terms of delivering excellent performances.
2: You have to you have to give it up to his commitment, you know, that he put in the training he put in. Um, and, yeah, like you said, just sexy. I mean, the dude looks like a superstar. He acts like one when he's in the WWE. And uh, he just put forth some really phenomenal matches. I mean, even even with somewhat lackluster creative, I still feel like they 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 could probably get a lot more out of him if they put a little bit more into the actual creative around him and try to find a way to tap into. Now that he's had this match, Against Roman Reigns, that universally seem to be critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that would be enough to sort of help his standing with the WWE fan base when he comes out. They won't automatically boo him based on the fact that he's like a controversial YouTuber. Yeah, um, he'll come out and maybe get some cheers because he put in some really good work, and maybe that'll be recognized. And they'll get over that hump, which has kind of been preventing him, I think, from you know having interesting creative. Because how do you handle that? You know, yeah. that's a hard thing to get over.
3: Yeah, uh, and then finally. Heal Dominic Mysterio. So we have baby face Dominic Mysterio. A little bland from the character perspective. Thumbs down. Not down. a fan, Steve was. No. Heal Dominic Mysterio in Judgment Day, Steve, massive fan.
2: Big thumbs up. I think that he's obviously, since Triple H came uh, and took over WWE's creative, Judgment Day has been something that has uh, only grown in, in, in entertainment value. Their chemistry is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn Balor's having a great time, and they've incorporated Dominic Mysterio and this you know, relationship with Rhea Ripley, uh, for lack of a better term, because I'm still not even sure what the relationship is besides her being his mommy.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I do love that picture that's floating around there of Dominic and the rest of the Mysterio family, like on vacation or something. And his actual mom is, is dressed very similar to Rhea Ripley. And this pre, it predates the mommy stuff. It's just, she sort of happened to be wearing kind of gothy stuff <laughs> and people are like, Oh my God, it's just, you know, there's some Freudian shit going on there. Um, but, uh, or, uh, Oedipal stuff anyways. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Dom Mysterio as a heel. I think that he's been hilarious. You know, getting sprayed in the eyes a bunch of times oh, uh, over the past couple of weeks has been really good. This is all really good stuff here. I think. I, yeah. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's get very many votes. But I want to really. Put I him don't. On here.
3: I mean, I. You, I guess you got to consider maybe Logan Paul the front runner here. But I would not be surprised if Dominic gets a good amount of votes.
2: I would think that um, Logan and Willow Nightingale yeah, are probably going yeah. to be two front runners here.
4: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com that's A-N-G-I dot com
0: Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why
4: I thought it was an eco
1: move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster
2: no
0: it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects, and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
3: Let's move on to our next category, Best Promotion of 2022. Nominees are WWE. I mean, they are the brand name in professional wrestling. True. Um, First half of the year, your typical... Creative ups and downs, courtesy mm-hmm. of the creative mind of Vince McMahon. Once he left, Triple H took over. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh if nothing else, we got more logic in the stories, so we got more mm-hmm. consistency, we didn't get endless rematches, and I think the overall quality of the pay per views, whether they're A or B shows, has mm-hmm. gotten better. I agree. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a, a tale of, you know, two halves of the year for WWE, but you know, with recency bias and all. Second half of 2022, uh, it's actually been pretty darn good creatively for WWE.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Also, of course, on this list, All Elite Wrestling, not quite the same year as 2021, creatively speaking. But, you know, you can't argue that AEW still features a lot of phenomenal matches. They just have, they have an absolutely loaded roster. Um, You know, they incorporated Ring of Honor into their programming, maybe for some people a bit too much. Mm. Maybe some people really like that. I don't know. Uh, A lot of divisiveness out there over the topic. But uh, AEW still had a lot of good stuff going for them this year. Uh, Next up, Impact Wrestling. I know you and I still thoroughly enjoy Impact. As you've stated oftentimes, the most consistent promotion perhaps in pro wrestling right
3: now. Yep. They may not reach the highs of some of the other promotions, but they definitely don't reach the lows either. Uh, They do a great job of treating all their divisions uh, well, booking them all well, featuring them. Uh, 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 to the same degree, more or less. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you don't feel like any division is getting less TV time than any other in Impact. Right. Yeah. Uh, next, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I know this is not kind of their, when they were at their peak in 27, 20, 2017, 2018, 2019. Nonetheless, still got a lot of phenomenal talent there. Still have maybe the best wrestler in the world, Kazuchika Okada. Still mm-hmm. putting on a, a lot of great matches. And I will say some of the stipulations some of the matches for this King of Pro wrestling stuff has been wildly entertaining.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty inventive and I'll be honest with the obviously a lot of the friendos who, you know, pay attention to us um, you know, on a weekly basis understand that we have not covered New Japan uh, perhaps to the degree that we have wanted to. It's just a matter of time. There's a, it's just a matter of the lack of time rather mm-hmm. um, that we have to cover it. And uh and I mean that's just that's just how it is. So, we're going to leave it to the friendos. Hey, look, yes. if you Really love your New Japan. Put in the vote for New Japan.
3: Exactly. Next, NXT. Um, We haven't always been uh, the the hugest NXT fan. And since also, clearly, 2. Look,
2: we all know that it's part of WWE. But when we talk about best promotion, it's basically what programming do you appreciate yeah, most. And NXT virtually. is pretty separated from main roster yes. programming. So yes. we get it. It's still WWE, but it's its own thing. It's its in own the, thing, for in sure. the eyes of... You know, in, in the front for the Friendo Awards is its own thing.
3: Yeah, it is. And I I, th- I think in terms in a lot of ways of, of how it's approached creatively, it is its own thing. It has its own voice, if you will, that a different voice than main main roster does. Um, you know, there's been from a creative standpoint, up and down throughout the year. You know, I I've only watched half the episode this week. Last week's episode's pretty good. Deadline was a really good show. Um, hopefully they're hitting their stride here late in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. We could be seeing some huge things from NXT. Who knows?
2: I hope so. I hope so. Uh, and then Stardom. Uh, we know there's a lot of people out there who love Stardom. Uh, we've always, we've been saying for years now they want to we want to watch more of it, and we haven't done that. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe we will in 2023. If you love Stardom more than the other ones, give give the vote to Stardom. Yes, the vote
3: Stardom. Yes.
2: I mean, look, they seem to be you know catching a lot of catching a lot of attention these days feel Like it's only inevitable before there's going to be like that one show that everybody's buzzing about that we'll, you know, we'll sort of be forced into watching. Yeah. We'll be like, yeah. oh wow, this is great! Oh wow, yeah, then we'll then we'll act like we're stardom experts, yes.
3: Uh, next up, Booker of the Year. Mm. So I know, uh, this first nominee might get Steve's vote, it definitely will. And of course, that's Scott DeMore from
2: Impact Wrestling. You nailed it, man. He pays he, he, he pays respect to every division. Uh, equally and, uh, and he does a masterful job uh, uh, booking out these bulk TV tapings so that every week we get storyline advancement in some way shape or form mm-hmm. across a lot of these different stories uh, I mean the exception might be I don't know more but or, uh, Bully Ray. Pers- <laughs> or Bully Ray but for some reason you and I always still find entertainment value in covering it oh, so yeah. yeah Scott DeMore is definitely you know he does the most with what he's given
3: for sure. Next up, you think I'm cute. You know I book NXT. I'm talking about Shawn Michaels. Sexy booker. Um, You know, this is, I think, his first full year at the helm of NXT. And as mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, there's been some ups and downs. But I feel like overall, the quality of not just the wrestling, but uh, the performances, the stories, it's picked up towards the end of the year. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, they've kind of figured out what they want NXT to be now. And maybe in 2023, we we can see even more improvement. That,
2: that could very well be. Did you just belch? Uh,
3: I had a hot dog
2: earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Triple H, the game. Uh, not only has he been calling into going in Raw, uh, but he's also uh, taken over creative of everything creative in WWE, mm-hmm. although he does leave Shawn Michaels alone to book NXT. So that leaves Raw, SmackDown, and whatever else. Main event, and, uh, main. Oh, and of course, main event. So, uh, but no, like you said, look, I don't think there's been any huge quantum leap in terms of like, oh my god, you know, Raw. I'm so anxious to watch Raw every week, like it was back in 1998. But he, you know, if if I, I still think that he's laying a lot of groundwork to maybe try to get the product to that point, and whether or not he's going to be successful, I don't know. There have been ups and downs. Uh, there's been, but like you said, you know, all the pay-per-views have been relatively, uh, uh, entertaining. Um, there's been plenty of memorable moments that I just don't think we would have gotten out of Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and a lot of the details, you know, I, I rarely hear people bitching on Twitter these days about, well, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Why don't they explain it? He actually does go out of his way to try to explain 90% of the story beats that happen. Um, because he just wants it to make sense, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's not a lot to ask. Mm-mm. So, in terms of doing the bare minimum, you know, he he's done that so
3: far. Yes, he's established a a, a new uh new level of bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's
2: gone over the bare. minimum. I think there's been, you yeah. know, we already mentioned Judgment Day. Yeah, uh, there, there's quite a few acts that that I look at now. I'm like, oh man, I'm 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 really invested in this. Stuff. Exactly, it's really exactly. entertaining.
3: I mean, it seems like more than anything else, he's allowing the performers to be more of who they are, to bring more to the table from a creative uh, standpoint.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um,
3: and when you can do that and the performers are as good as they are in WWE, you're probably going to get some good stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, Gato. Of course, he's been booking New Japan Professional Wrestling for quite a while now, and uh, and he continued to do that this year. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, again, we don't really cover New Japan as much as we probably want to, but... He made some decisions this year.
3: He did. So if you like those decisions. What do you got?
2: helped me out here, man. No, I was going to finish get up me, so I, got, I need If, you, I need like, the hot if you like
3: those decisions, then <laughs> vote for Gato for Booker of the Year.
2: Who won the Who won the G1 this year? Okada. Was it Okada? Again? Yeah, if you're an Okada okay. fan,
3: I'm sure okay. you're super into what was going on in New Japan. Jay, White's,
2: Jay White's still champion? Yeah. yeah? That might
3: change All the right. Wrestle Kingdom here in about a week. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up, Tony Khan. I know he really wants the Wrestling Observer's Booker of the Year Award. Um, Again, not as good a year creatively in 2021. uh, 2022, sorry, as it was in 2021 for AEW. Um, But, hey, if you're really a fan of AEW's programming and appreciate their creative, then give your vote to Tony Khan.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, AAA's Conan, K-Dog, Viva La Raza. I mean, for booking
3: that tournament, that if you lose, you advance, and the loser of the tournament loses their mask, that is brilliant. That actually
2: Brilliant. should that should win Conan the award. Brilliant alone, like that alone should get it for him. Because yeah, like losing out of a tournament, what a mind bender! It's great, and, like, and, yeah. and
3: the whole tournament was wildly entertaining. I'd love to know where he came up with that. I really would. Yeah,
2: it was. It was. It was. It was very entertaining. Uh, so yeah, Conan from AAA. Those are your bookers of the year nominees.
3: Yes. Let's move on to our next category: the most shocking. Moment of the year. I remember this yeah, first man. one very vividly because I was on the road when you texted to me that uh, Vince McMahon had uh, resigned, retired from WWE in the midst that sh- of that a be scandal. A and wrong,
2: that should be a going in wrong moment of the year because I remember I was on the air. I was like, Larson's not here. <laughs> I was giving people updates on my phone. I'm like, oh, he just texted in. You know, uh, so, uh, so yeah, Vince McMahon retiring. I think that that's that. That was pretty fucking shocking, man. I mean, it, yeah. even even though it was like you could see everything crumbling down on him, and it was like he's gotta he's gotta retire. No, I don't think anybody actually expected him to do it because he's Vince McMahon.
3: Yeah, yeah. Even though it seemed every every indication seemed to be that it should and probably could happen, until it actually did happen, uh, I I don't know if I would have thought as a realistic possibility.
2: And it turns out he regrets doing it. He, even he probably was thinking, "Oh man, I shouldn't have done that."
3: Well, but you did do it, Vincent. You should have done that. So, stay retired, please.
2: Yeah, it was actually a good idea.
3: It was. You got good advice to retire. And, you and got you good advice stay retired. So, don't come back.
2: <clears throat> All right. Exactly. Uh, next up, AEW's brawl out. CN, so this is sort of encapsulates uh, CM Punk uh, on, on the media scrum, uh, eviscerating the company calling hangman page an empty-headed fuck, saying the young bucks and kenny omega could not uh, manage uh, a target eating a, a dry muffin drinking some spin drift horrifying tony khan yeah. and then going backstage and uh, when when the young bucks tried to uh, talk to him about it in his locker room something which he had said uh during the media scrum that he was his door was always open uh well they tried to do that and then his friend bit them
3: yeah <laughs> And did then, I cover, Did then, I get that all right? I also, also through a chair, and he threw a chair <laughs> and at and a chair, guy, yes. yeah.
2: yeah, right in front of the company's head lawyer.
3: Yep. Uh, next up, Triple H takes over WB Creative. Now, I think this is something that we had all hoped would happen, and at certain points anticipated would happen. But again, until a Vince actually stepped down uh, or no longer was in control of the company, you could never be certain whether it was going to happen. And even if Vince did step down, whether if he had a sort of succession plans as far as who would take over the various roles that he filled. And it was we'd heard reports up to this, this that it was no guarantee that Triple H was going to get the spot as head of creative. Um, and then Vince is out. Stephanie and Nick Khan take over as co-CEOs. And seemingly within, I don't know, a couple days after they were announced co-CEOs, Triple H heading up creative.
2: It was like a Friday and then a Monday that yeah that it was made official. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I this was one of those things where I was like, I think in my head, in my heart, I was like, man, he's probably not going to be able to do this job because of his his you know mm-hmm. heart condition. Um, and you know, I I fully expected like Bruce Prichard to be named in control of creative or something like that, or maybe like Shawn Michaels, given that we had heard he was running NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when it turns out Triple H was the guy. It was like, man, we're finally going to see what this is going to be like. Uh, So, yeah, that was that was a pretty a pretty shocking thing just because we had all expected it. But I don't I don't know if anybody was. I think we all just didn't want to get our hopes up.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: So, yeah. Um, Next up, Bray Wyatt returns at Extreme Rules, of course, after uh, a prolonged campaign involving QR codes. Uh, that all seemed to point in the direction of Bray Wyatt. Uh he made he emerged from a, a door just with a door frame. You make
3: it sound like it's not that impressive. <laughs> you walked through a door. Well he literally did. It was just
2: like Yeah, a, he did, but it was a, a lot more theatrical
3: of, than that. There was light coming in from behind the door, there was shining there's a fog good. machine. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. You know, he'd been released a prior year. Um, you know, there have been some talks whether he'd come back. He was off making a movie for a spell, um, and then yeah, the campaign leading up to his return, by the for the most part, was really well executed. Got people talking. Yeah. They they found a, a a record store, yeah, somewhere in the Midwest, yeah, to to buy into what they were doing. Yeah, they take the all the stuff off their YouTube channel. Yeah, except for one yeah. video, yeah. Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit. That's yeah, pretty crazy. In terms of like you know, call it an ARG marketing campaign this is actually really well executed and got people yeah. talking i think i think from early on we all assumed it was brave it doesn't mean it was any less interesting
2: yeah no i thought it was cool and like it yeah i think everybody realized it was bray but everybody wanted to know more yeah they were all like invested into it and and that's what made it really interesting it like oh when is he gonna come back? is there clues as to what event yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gonna come back and at? his actual
3: and, return was really well done
2: He's got a new he's got a really good new theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh the return was was really cool. Can't really say the same thing about Uncle Howdy. But uh you
3: know Oh, I thought Uncle Howdy was pretty cool and that he showed up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. When he actually when he actually showed up. He didn't even have a door, he just sort of showed up. Yeah. Uh after that, Austin Theories failed money in the bank cash in. Uh, he tried to cash in on a mid card title that he'd already held. Yeah. He tried to cash in during an open challenge, uh, and uh, wisely did that on a on a basically a, a destroyed Seth Rollins after Bobby Lashley had his way with him, and seemingly after Bobby Lashley expressed no interest in preventing this cash out or cash in, uh, well he did uh, he did prevent. Yeah, he it. did. Ultimately, that's why yeah, Theory didn't win.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but then he fell on Seth Rollins at a pay per view later, and
3: then he won. He won the belt. Yes. Yeah. So then, finally, most shocking moment of the year: uh, Cody Rhodes wrestling with the torn pectoral muscle at Hell in a Cell. I Still remember us uh, watching that show, and he takes his robe off, and you just see the the massive bruise that goes from one side of his the opposite side of his chest down to like you know past his bicep on his arm. This see that bruise grow throughout the show. This might get
2: my vote because I'll never forget the reaction that everybody had when he took off the coat. It was shock and horror. Yeah. It was like, and, and on top of that, they're in Hell in a Cell. I understand Hell in a Cell is just, it's just a cage. Yeah. But it did, it did add now to the lore of Cody Rhodes that this is, a, it's such a Cody thing. It's such a look at me thing mm-hmm. because he goes out there. He's got the most complex deal in WWE history. And uh, and he's the guy who's like, yeah, man, I'm going to do this. And he takes off his coat and it looks like a fucking Cronenberg film. You it know, really it's, it's, it really it's grotesque. And he wrestles the whole time, and everybody's just thinking, "Oh my god, this has to hurt! Everything just has to hurt right now." It was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. It really was, and
3: it was a damn uh, good match.
2: Oh, and it was a fun. It was what? a really, really good match. Take
3: out, take out of the equation that he's wrestling with one good pectoral muscle, and it was yeah. still a really good match.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This this might get my vote because it's like, man, I did not, you know, like Vince retiring. That was going to happen at some point. CM Punk. Uh, uh you know, imploding. That yeah, was probably gonna have that was probably inevitable. But uh Cody wrestling with a torn back.
3: <laughs> it was pretty shocking. It was pretty shocking. It was pretty shocking. Uh, like two days after it happened, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was know. crazy. Uh let's talk feud of the year. Got a lot of nominees here. Uh what I yeah, it might be the front runner in my eyes. We got CM Punk versus MJF. They feuded for the first, I don't know, four or five months of 2022 a lot of great promo battles some great matches the dog collar match was really really good um it it was it was this feud that really kind of launched cm punk back up into the main event scene in aew yeah and uh it 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 did a lot to build up mjf as well to be a future champion and as well so it's one of those feuds that worked out for everybody involved
2: i thought so much attention to detail was placed into this feud and i thought it did a lot for everybody involved Yep, uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Of course, last year at uh, SummerSlam is when uh, Bianca was caught off guard by Becky Lynch, and uh, when Becky returned, you know they 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 continued that road uh, until this year's SummerSlam
3: mm-hmm. when
2: uh, when you know Becky and her had just a killer match. Yeah, it was really and good. Then uh, and then they confronted Damage Control together. Now Becky's a good guy because that's pretty much what everybody wants.
3: Yep, uh, Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes. Versus Seth Rollins, uh, Cody answered Seth's open challenge. He was his mystery opponent at WrestleMania. They had three bouts. Uh, at some point, they might have a fourth in the near future. Um, but the the stuff back and forth between them. But it was it was a, a good feud, probably made somewhat mythical because Cody wrestled with a torn pectoral muscle. Right, yeah. Uh,
2: next up, Jordan Grace versus Masha Slamovich. They had two killer matches in Impact Wrestling. I thought that even the promos between them, you know, in between the matches, I thought were, were really, really good. I think Masha's character in Impact uh, is just so much fun. She has not been seen since that second match, correct? Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't think she has been, so I hope she comes back. Yeah. Uh, On No More versus Scott DeMore.
3: Man, I mean, Scott DeMore, the, yeah. the, the authority figure in Impact, actively plotting Mm -hmm. and rooting against honor no more yeah especially by the end of this
2: yeah and taking glee by the end and firing them yes uh yeah it, it makes you wonder why did he bring them in in the first place uh and honor no more just being completely hapless except for pco the one guy that they did did not like being in their faction was the most successful guy uh yeah from entertainment standpoint this was hilarious uh and and we had a lot of fun talking about it
3: yep Uh, Next, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Of course, they had feuded uh, prior to this year, but this year saw uh, Thunder Rosa uh, win the title from Britt, Um, especially in the early days of AEW. This is one of the the, the better feuds they've had. Um, And then, yeah, early this year, blew it off with Thunder Rosa getting the title off Britt in a cage match in San Antonio after Revolution. It was after Revolution, right? After Revolution, That makes sense, yeah. Boy, Um, that's hard
2: to believe that was this year.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, you know, Thunder Rosa's title reign itself wasn't terribly memorable, but the road there was pretty darn good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely was. I agree. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. I this it's the one I... feud where they didn't wrestle. There's no matches between the two of them, I don't think. Yeah, so you're right. And I, and I, I think that this is going to be an interesting case to see if people accept that as a feud because if they do, this probably will win because it has been the most intriguing story. In professional wrestling, I'll be honest with you, as far as I'm concerned, in the, at least in the modern era, mm-hmm. this has been amazing stuff. Yes, they have not fought in a match, but I think it still belongs here. Um, oh, yeah. and uh And and yeah, so we'll, we'll see where the Sami Zayn story goes in the new year. But yeah, him and Jey Uso. Oh, boy, that's been just some really great stuff.
3: It has been. Um, also, great stuff. Three awesome matches between FTR and the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. A few that's pretty much taken place entirely in the ring mm-hmm. um, with matches because there hasn't been a whole lot of build in terms of promos back and forth. There's been some, but not yeah, right. not weeks and weeks of build. Especially for the last match, it was just announced, uh, you know, a day or two before the actual uh, event itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, next up, we've got Gunther versus Sheamus. Uh, this culminated in War Games where you had uh, the Brawling Brutes and Friends versus... Never mind, that was the Bloodline, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. No, it
3: was it where was, well, they had the tag match. It was Imperium versus the Brawling That's Brutes. I think right. that was yeah, Extreme Yeah, yeah, rules. yeah, yeah.
2: The biggest match of this, of course, was the Clash of the Castle one, uh, which was just a phenomenal bout. It's on our match of the year. It's. I think it might have been my match of the year um, because it was so good. It was just so physical and violent. Yeah,
3: I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised that it ended up winning. Um, we also got Edge versus Judgment Day. Um, of course, this got off to a bit of a rocky start, but then once Triple H took over, uh, Creative, uh, it got pretty good. Finn and Edge had a really good match, Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. That saw uh, Finn get the win yeah. over Edge. Um, and uh, if rumors would be believed, they're going to have another bout, uh, potentially in Hell Sell at the Rumble.
2: Yeah, the, the bit where Judgment or Rhea Ripley hits a concerto on Beth after Edge had already given up, already said I quit, he, you guys won, and then they still they still hit that concerto on Beth. Oh, man, that was good, good stuff. stuff. Good yeah. stuff.
3: Good stuff. And then finally, Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, this is on here for no other reason than the bit when Dom goes to his dad's house on Thanksgiving, yeah. beats him up and says, I did it because he had his tree up before Thanksgiving. His Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving.
2: He doesn't deserve peace. <laughs> 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 I love this was so good. and uh, and Ray called Rhea bitch. <laughs> she th- she comes storming in the door. He falls over. He says you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this was so good. Oh man, I can't I can't wait. Do you think they're gonna do the, they're gonna do that matchamania
3: They should. I mean it. it, it Ray was so distraught over this that he's like, I'm out of Raw. I'm out of here. I'm going to SmackDown. He he was going to quit the WWE? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And then Triple H is like, listen, let's get you on the blue brand. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Tag Team of the Year. Uh, First up, I mean, I kind of feel like it's going to be them, but it could be the WWE version of them. FTR, of course, they spent the year collecting titles. They never Mm -hmm. quite had. All four of the titles at the same time, no, which was kind of disappointing, and it we was. figured that would happen, but it didn't. I mean, if,
3: if if we did this award show in June, they'd they'd be running away with this category. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like. Uh, yeah. The second half of the year, they just weren't as a team on TV as much. It took them forever to get their AEW tag title shot. Um, if they had won the AEW tag titles at any point this year, I, I, yeah, Runaway would probably be team of the year. They'll probably still win this. Next up here, Lucha Brothers. Um, they are the current two thirds of the current trios champions. I mean, I believe unless I'm getting my time wrong, they were also the AEW tag champs um, at some point this year.
2: They had like the didn't they have like that cage or was it cage match last year with the Young Bucks?
3: So they won the titles <laughs> last. Oh, they 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 lost them on Jan, the January fifth dynamite. Oh, okay. It. So they had them for four days this year.
2: Okay. Well, still they're so awesome. I, was I not think. Hong. This next group... Oh, actually, there's two other acts that could give FTR a run for their money, and one of them, of course, is the Usos. Yeah. They held the WWE Tag Team titles, the Unified Tag Team titles.
3: Since May, yeah, when they unified so them. Oh,
2: May, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, RK-Bro had them, and they unified yeah, them. Yeah, that's been, right.
3: they've been the SmackDown Tag Champs for 400-something days now.
2: They have the new record for the... Yeah, yeah, might be close to 500 at this Smackdown.
3: point, if not past 500 days. Yeah. Because 43 uh, was the New Day's record, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. In terms of being like... The 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 top tag team and the top storyline in all of wrestling. It's hard not to say the Usos, uh, the acclaimed, uh, of course, currently the hottest act in AEW. Mm-hmm. Currently the AEW tag team champions. It was fortuitous for them that the trios titles came around, and so some of the and some of the tag teams dissolved, broke up, moved over to the ta- to the trios division, and so that left a vacuum. That other teams are now filling, and the acclaimed is the most prominent one of those. Um, they are now the AEW tag team champions, and they are, I, in my opinion, by far the most popular thing in AEW. I mean, I don't know how that could be disputed at this
3: yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The their build has been completely and totally organic, um, and it's been it's been pretty fantastic to see. Yeah. Uh, next up, Toxic Attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had won the match on NXT TV this week. I think they have been the first three-time women's NXT tag champs. Mm, okay, um, you know they had the belts for a while. lost them, had them for a while longer. Uh, Toxic Attraction as a faction had themselves a really, really, really good year.
2: They had they had an absolutely killer year. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope to see now that Mandy Rose is out of WWE. I hope to see uh, Gigi and JC go to main roster and have a good run there. They really deserve yeah. that. Agreed. They put in really good uh, Agreed. Also, the Brawling Brutes uh they didn't really win any gold but pete dunn's great and they are pretty over yeah um i mean at least Sheamus and pete dunn are
3: yeah and i think it's it's the the formation of that faction and the storyline uh is what really catapulted Sheamus. i know he's been doing a lot of really good work for a while but for whatever reason it all kind of came together when the brawling brutes formed mm-hmm, yeah for sure and he started yeah. getting super over as as a baby face
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then finally, yeah, they might have uh, uh, broke up in May, but RK, bro, uh, you know, the first half of the year, basically, they were the most popular thing in the WWE. Randy Orton and Matt Riddle were. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they did some really, really good work together. They were really gelling as a tag team. They were the Raw Tag Team champions. They lost it to the Usos. Um, but, uh, but And then, of course, obviously, Randy Orton got injured. And, and I don't know if we're going to see them together again. I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me to see them on screen together in some way shape or form because i feel like randy orton even if he has to leave wrestling because of his injury will probably be back on screen for you know one last goodbye or something like that
3: yeah.
2: um but you know it was a hell of a run for rk bro
3: it really was it really was uh, let's move on to show of the year uh first nominee WWE clash at the castle uh, the first WWE premium live event pay-per-view in the united kingdom since 1992 i believe yeah, it was the um, and Slam, yeah. it was a hell of a show, a hell of a show. You had uh, a match of the year contender and Gunther taking on Sheamus. Mm-hmm. You also had uh, Edge and Ray taking on Judgment Day, which saw Dominic Mysterio finally turned on his dad.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. No, that was good. We had um, uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I thought they did a hell of a job at you know sowing some doubt into my mind that Roman was going to walk away with those titles. Yep. I thought that this might be the thing. And of course, Solo Sokoa debuted. He's been uh he's been treated really, really well since then. He's really mm-hmm. connected with the fans as the enforcer of the bloodline. Um so yeah, all in all, really a really stellar show there, Clash of the Castle. Yeah,
3: really, yeah. really good. Next up, AEW Revolution twenty twenty two. Um this saw uh, this was the show where Punk and MJF had their dog collar match. Yeah, it was a good one. Um we had Hangman and Adam Cole for the title. Mm-hmm. we had a crazy match all over the, the arena between Darby uh as da- Darby Sammy Gavard sting Taking on uh, Andrade Hardy family office that match was nuts yeah yeah we had Mox versus Bryant Danielson this is the show where Britt uh beat Thunder Rosa for the women's title like uh, I think it's two weeks later Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. won the title back or got the title finally uh Warlow won the face revolution ladder match mm-hmm. um, just Top to bottom, just a really, really fun show with a lot of really good wrestling. WWE
2: WrestleMania, nights one and two. Yeah. Uh, of course, the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He fought Kevin Owens. Uh, uh Bro- It was Brock and Roman this year, yeah. wasn't it, for the yeah. unified title? Mm-hmm. So Roman began his unified reign mm-hmm. uh, this year at WrestleMania. Bianca versus uh was it becky this year yep, at wrestlemania yep. yeah and of course Bianca cody making becky. his
3: return to wwe cody versus seth that's right yeah had logan paul's first match i mean mm-hmm. really the only match that really wasn't very good was when vince came out and wrestled uh pat mcafee it
2: wasn't good at all but it was still in a really really car wreck train wreck way pretty entertaining because he, he delivered the he sold maybe the worst stunner in history yes. there's some, been some really bad stunners
3: and let's not forget johnny knoxville versus Zayn. i was
2: about to say what that a was one of the best match. comedy matches in in north america at least i know ddt pro has a lockdown over there uh but uh but yeah no a phenomenal comedy match here that was just really good stuff yep uh, uh, impacts Bound for Glory. Which one was this? Because I they also that really was, this
3: was the there. the show that had a, a Jordan versus Masha. Okay, really, really good bout there. Who um, did a Josh
2: Alexander fight on this show?
3: Ed Edwards. Yeah, yeah. It did oh, it, that was 40, it was a good match. It, go it was a good minutes. match. Didn't go forty five minutes. It almost went forty though.
2: Okay, They That was a good, I remember it started out slow, but it really picked up yeah. around the halfway part. It yeah, it, that did. Was it really
3: match. did. I mean, really, the only the only outcome I would have changed, I would have had Steve Macklin winning to call your shot gauntlet rather than Bully Ray. Yeah,
2: I know, but it's a very impact thing. And on top of that, as you've stated, Bully Ray really is their Brock Lesnar. Yeah. thousand percent. Triple A, Triple Mania, 30. All three of these. All three 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 of these. Yeah. Which one was considered the real Triple Mania? I think the final one. I think so. I think it was the final one. But yeah. Did
3: we what did we watch the second one? No, we, we didn't watch the, sec- the second yeah. one. I think there
2: was something else going on. It was an there August. was something else going on. It was like an ACW show or something
3: like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. And apparently yeah. the Psycho Clown versus Viano. Was it Viano? It must have been.
2: It was really, really good too. I remember hearing that, yeah. Uh but yeah. Triple Mania, it's always my favorite show of the year and absolutely all three nights or the two that I watched. Fantastic. Same, yeah. Uh, And then I added one more to here, dude. Uh, AEW's full gear 2022 after what a lot of people considered was a bloated uh, all out, of course, marred by the whole brawl out situation. I I saw a lot of chatter online about how full gear was kind of a return to form for AEW. It did feature less matches on the main card, more women's matches. um, And uh, and I thought there were some pretty decent booking decisions here. Uh, So, yeah, full gear 2022 is on here as well.
3: All right. Let's go to match of the year contenders. We've got 10 of them. 10. 10. I guess we can start with the one that's probably going to win. <clears throat> Definitely the front runner talking about Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash at the Castle. Uh, I, I don't know if I saw anybody say anything critical about this bat, bat, bout. Pretty much from top to bottom, from opening bell to closing bell, it that's was great. basically as perfect as a pro wrestling match could be mm-hmm. in terms of telling a physical story between uh, uh, two wrestlers who like to beat the hell out of their opponents.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing that people want to see now that Walters in on main roster as mm-hmm. the Intercontinental Champion sh- champion. Uh, they just want to see him like beat people up, and Sheamus is like a guy who just he, you know, his series with Drew last year. Yeah, um, was was that and this was the perfect that was the per- perfect primer for this. Uh, Jordan Grace versus Masha Slamovich uh, at Bound for Glory. Of course, this saw the, the finish where Jordan hits a super uh, a grace driver oh, that was great. on uh, on Masha. Didn't see that one coming, but that was a fantastic
3: match. It was really, really good. Uh, next, this is the, the the match when we knew that this tournament in AAA this year was going to be something else. LA Park versus Viano 4. I'm very happy that WrestleTalk oh, put this man. on their list of the top 10 yeah. matches because this blew my mind. This was phenomenal. I mean, if you you want to talk about like a match where two people are beating the hell out of each other, yeah, Sheamus versus Gunther is is kind of like the textbook example of this. LA Park versus Viano Ford is not far behind. No, this one, I I would suggest this actually took it further. This sort of did
2: what they can't, they're not allowed to do in WWE. That's true. You know, this was a bloody match. Two old dudes uh uh just going at it this match was phenomenal and it, it was, was so, so unexpected i did not think this was going to happen
3: same here it was so much fun
2: i think this next one maybe maybe if maybe because it's sort of his representative of all three matches you have ftr versus the briscoes at final battle um oh this is the yeah this is the this is the third one yeah yeah um this might because it only this one's on here not the others might be representative of all three matches yeah that's kind of they, how my my think it was yeah they had killer matches i wouldn't be shocked to see this have a very good showing yeah. in this year's voting
3: yeah yeah all three matches were spectacular so um well, I only saw the first one. So I've been told well, all three of them are spectacular. This,
2: this, this, the second
3: and third ones were fucking awesome. They yeah. were really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And they they each told their own stories too.
3: That's good. That's good. Next, uh, another tag match: the Acclaimed taking on Swerve and our glory at All Out 2022. For a second, we thought this was going to be the night that the Acclaimed was gonna we're gonna win the tag titles. Didn't happen. Ended up happening a couple weeks later at Grand Slam. But edgier seat stuff here. Two phenomenal tag teams. Um, and the crowd was just waiting for the moment when the Acclaim got the win. Yeah. Didn't happen, but um, still a fantastic bout. Absolutely this, fantastic.
2: Yeah. This match sort of made the acclaimed this yeah. year. Yep. Um, and it was the one standout from All Out that everybody looked at and was like, yeah, this was the match of the night
3: right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Next up, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch from SummerSlam. Um, their Mania match was also really good. But this, is, this, is, this was the match that I was like, okay, are they going to do the mirror of what happened at SummerSlam 2021 where Bianca going to beat Becky in like 25 seconds? No, they gave this match like 20 plus minutes. They did, yeah. And it was awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was, it was great. It was really, really great. And at the end they shook hands and then you had the big reveal of uh, Bayley and damage control coming out and Becky, you know, had Bianca's back here. Uh, but, no, the actual match itself was just really phenomenal stuff. And I don't remember how soon it was into the match or how deep the match was when Becky uh, injured. I believe it was her shoulder. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, to wrestle the rest of that match like that was uh, pretty good stuff.
3: Yep, yep. Uh, next up, talked about this match already. Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes at Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. With one pectoral muscle, Cody Ouch. put on a match of the year contender.
2: Um I saw this next one, Kazuchika Kata versus Will yeah, Ospreay I at Wrestle Kingdom 16. Um, I remember being a big fan of this. I, I liked this match. I feel like it wasn't as good as some of the other matches I've seen with these two guys. But uh, but no, I, I liked this match. I thought it was good.
3: Yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was really good. I mean, you got to have an Okada match on the match of the year. But was, you have to. Absolutely. I know. I know but the, no, best best a, wrestler in the a, world. A, a lot of people really love this match. Yeah, I know. It is really good. <laughs> I'm just
2: giving my thoughts on I was like, yeah, this yeah. is fine.
3: <laughs> I don't know
2: why I'm underselling this
3: match well, so much. Well, I mean, much. you got you got Osprey and Okada, two great wrestlers. They set the mm. bar really high.
2: Yeah, th- well that's the thing. That's the thing. I've seen so much awesome shit from them. I'm like, another
3: awesome match, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know what I don't know what else I'm looking for. I don't know what you <laughs> expect.
3: I don't know what you expect.
2: Do you expect uh, next, uh, Okada
3: uh, and Osprey to get into a, a, a fight like LA Park and Viano Four? <laughs> I mean, that's all they can do at this point. You know? <laughs> uh, next up,
2: we got uh, Hangman uh, Page versus Brian Danielson. Dynamite, January 5th, 2022. This yeah. was their se- this was the... Uh, the second one, yeah. W- yeah, this is the second one. The first one was a time limit draw, right? Yeah, yeah this, this one the- had the judges, right?
3: Yeah, but it didn't go to the judges because Hangman won. Yeah, this was just a really good match. It went like 40, uh, just about 40 minutes, like 35, 40 minutes. Um, yeah, stellar stuff, stellar mm. stuff. Really good mm-hmm. stuff. And then finally, uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor title. Uh, Dynamite, uh, November 23rd, 2022. Uh, this is the match where Chris Jericho's chest got busted open by oh uh, chops from Ishii. This was a really fun
2: match, it man. Really it was Chris Jericho has put on some really phenomenal matches this year. Hey, I just thought of something. Huh. Would you like to add one more to the shocking moment of the year? What's that? CM Punk losing a Moxley in two minutes flat. Oh yeah,
3: I'll, I this. I there.
2: thought that was a pretty shocking moment. Now that we're talking about all this stuff, uh, all right, let's move on now to Wrestler of the Year. We have a long list here of potential do. wrestlers, and we it'll do. be very interesting to see who comes out ahead because I think that there are. I think I'm looking at this man, and I see like at least four. Four people on this list who I could see the fans going with. I just yeah. don't know which one they're going to choose. Yeah.
3: Well, let's let's list each of them and and, and briefly make the case for them. First up, sure, John Moxley. Gia. I've said this before in AEW. In case of emergency, break glass, get Mox. The most dependable guy in the entire yeah. company, probably. Absolutely. And not just in terms of you ask him to do something and he'll seemingly he'll do it. Mm-hmm. If the company's like in a bind, but also, you know what you expect from him. And he's going to deliver every time he's out there. Yeah. Um. He was interim champion. He beat Punk to become unified champion. He lost to Punk. Punk got hurt. Maybe bought out of his contract. And now and then he was champion again. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever the seemingly whenever AEW is is in is in a bind, they look to two people: It's John Moxley and is Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, Mox has had himself a hell of a year. Had some really good matches. Didn't even nominate uh, his match against Wheeler Yuta for match of the year? Right. Yeah. And that was something else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mox has had himself a hell of a year.
2: Absolutely. Next up, Sheamus. Talk about a guy who had a, a crazy good year just putting on, even in his words, banger after banger after banger, and he really seemed to connect with the fans in a major, major way. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, right now it looks like he might be taking match of the year uh, with his match against Gunther at Clash of the Castle. We'll see. We'll see what people think about that.
3: Yeah. Uh, next up, Bianca Belair. Um, Eddie's situation you put her in she hits it out of the park you know uh she was in a story for becky lynch with becky lynch for a year you know that becky had to turn heel for it which isn't an easy thing to do because the crowd still still really wants to cheer for becky thing Mm -hmm, is the crowd really really wants to cheer for bianca yeah absolutely um and and throughout the entire year delivered great matches she's comfortable Promos for her seem effortless, mm-hmm, yeah, because they they seem so genuine. It's just like she's talking. There's no, yeah. it's like she's performing a character. It seems like this is who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see, in the span of what three four years since she she was in NXT to where she is now, huge huge star already. I mean, if I said this in our wrestlers who had the best 2022, we give we have given WB a lot of crap over the last few years about their inability to build new stars. Bianca is a success story in that regard. Massive star, and, and, yeah. and she's going to be, God has potential to be a huge crossover star for the company as well. Yeah, she's already diving into that arena too this year.
2: Uh, next up, Sami Zayn. Uh, not only is he one of the best wrestlers that WWE has, that the world has, mm-hmm. but he's also been putting on some of the best character performances this year of anybody. This Bloodline story, I, I already said, is probably the best story that we've seen in the modern era of wrestling last 10, 15 years or whatever. Yeah, um, And it's largely thanks to Sami Zayn. He's got us on pins and needles every time he shows up. Um, and I think things are going to get only hotter over the next couple months leading into WrestleMania. But uh, not only does he put on phenomenal performances in the ring, his character work is like unmatched, basically. It's yeah. like him and Jay Uso are putting on a clinic for character work these days. Yep,
3: yep. Uh, next up. Well, let me let me
2: ask you about this next one. Do we want to put these guys here? Because I know this is like act of the year, but they're also nominated for tag team of the year.
3: Yeah, I think I think based on what they accomplished, even though they didn't get the AEW tag titles, I still think they deserve a nomination for wrestler of the year. I know Dax and Cash are two wrestlers, but they are the act FTR, and yeah, I definitely think so. Because even even the second half of the year, which you could consider the the down part of the year, they are still putting on great matches and New Japan strong. Dax was put on a lot of really good singles matches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely think FTR definitely deserves a nomination for both Tag Team of the Year and, and Wrestler of the Year. Sure. Okay. All right.
2: Uh, after FTR, we got Chris Jericho, uh, the Ocho. I want more reinvention. Jericho Appreciation Society started early this year, won the Ring of Honor title. And oddly, he's just been putting on really, really phenomenal matches the entire time. Also proved himself to be a bit of a locker room leader backstage. Uh, so yeah, Chris Jericho had a hell of a year.
3: Yep. Next we've got Jade Cargill, undefeated. Still hasn't lost. Still undefeated. Um, it was a TBS uh, championship. Was uh, was it this year? That uh, was it established this year. That was late last year. Okay, it was October of last year. Um. Of course, she was the first and so far only TBS champion. I don't see anybody taking that title off her well, soon. Well, Nyla
2: Rose was also a TBS champion.
3: Well. She held the championship. I mean, she she had it, yes. But right, she exactly. She
2: didn't win it, though. Right. Well, you know, possession, nine-tenths of the law. That's lawless. not a real thing. Uh, I feel like this guy probably should have a pretty good chance to win this as well. Roman Reigns. Uh, he's kind of the end-all, be-all in WWE. Yeah. He is uh, the uh, tribal chief, undisputed champion. I mean, if we're going by kayfabe, I'll be honest with you, Roman Reigns should win this. Yeah, he'd, he'd uh, probably run away with this one,
3: yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll see how the fans interpret our, our Wrestler of the Year category. Exactly. Next, I guess we're talking uh, pure in-ring acumen. Then Will Ospreay might get it if five-star ratings are your basis. Exactly. Uh, if we're so, talking so, about
2: Meltzer's favorite wrestler, then Will, Will Ospreay. I think he had
3: eight it, so. five-star matches this year at a That's 71 bounce, if my memory yeah. is correct. Um, that's a pretty damn good percentage. Next up, Seth Rollins. Uh, oh man, yeah. Did some great character work again. U.S. Champ did not lose to Roman Reigns. Right, yeah. Won by DQ. Won by DQ. Um, and in terms of character work, he's just right behind Sami Zayn and Jay Uso in terms of doing like really interesting stuff uh, on the mic.
2: He's gotten he's so over with the crowd. Oh yeah, they love his theme song. And they love him. So, yeah, Seth freaking Rollins having a great year. Uh, next up, Speedball, Mike Bailey. Talk about a reason to watch Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. This guy is absolutely phenomenal. Every single time he puts on a match, he just had an hour long match with Josh Alexander. Probably too long for my taste, but I'm sure it was a great match, Larson.
3: Yeah, Mike Bailey's put on finale matches with basically everybody he's been in the ring with. Uh, absolutely. Uh, next, next up, up Becky
2: go ahead. Lynch. She made her big return this year. Uh, of course, she got injured at uh, SummerSlam, was out for a bit, uh, recently came back. But, uh, you know, she uh, whether it was being a bad guy or a good guy, I thought Becky Lynch did
3: some terrific work this year. Yeah, and she put on a lot of really good matches, a lot of really good mm-hmm. matches. Let's talk Viano 4. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the loser of this mm-hmm. tournament in AAA at the age of 57, putting in career best work. Yeah,
2: man. I thought his unmasking, he did some really great character work there, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> revealing who he really is. I thought that was such a great moment for him. It really him. was. It, really it was. It was awesome. But no, he had some phenomenal matches at the age of fucking whatever, 80,000 years old. Yeah. And uh, and man, you know, opened my eyes to to the world of Viano 4, because I mm-hmm. didn't really know much about him before.
3: Yep. Uh, <laughs> Bailey, uh, of course, she returned uh, from a knee injury at SummerSlam mm-hmm. this year and uh, immediately re-established herself as one of the cornerstones of the women's division in WWE. Still doing great character work as a heel. Still a, a fantastic in-ring performer. Um, still a bit surprised that she didn't end up getting the Raw wins title at some point. Yeah. But then she just beat Becky Lynch on Raw. Been- um, so she's still in the plans for major things, uh, yeah. seemingly in WWE. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And then finally, Rhea Ripley. Who doesn't love Rhea Ripley? I thought this year with Triple H uh in control. Man, what a what a unique character she's. I I think this is the best work she's done uh uh throughout her entire career. Like even in NXT it's like, uh oh, they kind of they kind of understand her, maybe they kind. I feel like she didn't quite understand who she was supposed to be especially when she came to main roster. You know, it was like well, who is Rhea Ripley supposed yep. to be besides yep. oh I'm a badass. And now now we have a much clearer, you know, idea of what Prime Rhea Ripley looks like and it looks amazing. So, I don't necessarily know if people are going to flock to Rhea Ripley this year. I wanted to put her on here in the nominations as sort of like a test to see, oh where she, where does she stand right now?" I think she's going to have an absolutely killer 2023 oh, yeah. though.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt.
2: <clears throat>
3: With And a
2: doubt. uh yeah, that's it. Those are the nominees. You guys got uh, us rambling about all these uh characters and feuds and stories and matches and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, the link will be in the description of this episode for the survey. Um, so, yeah, do it. Go vote. Yes, and, please. Uh, Links below. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's going to do it for the nomination special. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye
0: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today.
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start.